Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, and welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I am your host, Francie, and I'm joined by our friend, Out of Spec member, Jordan. So yeah, you're actually here where I live in the Southeast, which is really fun. You've been on your own EV road trip in a Tesla Model 3. Very How's, fitting. Yeah, yeah, it's very fitting for today's topic, <laughs> which we'll dive into in a second. But how was your road trip you got here? Yeah, it's been great, actually, like genuinely great. Uh, rough range, but the car is not in great condition. 140,000 miles is what I'll be hitting tomorrow in this Model 3 from 2019. So it's seen better days, but I got here just fine, just in time for Cybertruck. For the Cybertruck event that we just watched together on my porch. Um, and we've been excited for this. Colton and Kyle are were are still at They're the there. event. This yeah. just happened. And so we're going to talk about essentially the delivery day event, what Elon said, what Tesla said, how the event went, and then what specs we know. Because for a while, we knew just a little bit about the Cybertruck. And when they announced it, what year was that? It was November 2019. So it's been almost exactly four years since mm. they first announced it. So you can imagine that the goals that they set may or may not have been reached at least entirely because it was you know really just a prototype and as we know prototypes can very much change over time and also this was introduced the Cybertruck was introduced by Tesla before other big EV trucks came on the market as well so I know that I've heard a little bit about that you know it, it came out and then there was competition and then perhaps, you know, Tesla t took a second look. I don't know for sure, but like things definitely changed from 2019 in the EV truck space to now. And a lot of things happened. A world pandemic happened. A whole lot of things just went their way. So I don't necessarily blame them. Maybe I should start right out with this, the elephant in the room. They didn't, well, first of all, they didn't even talk about specs at this delivery event. Not at all. Zero, well, okay, they talked about a lot of specs. Sure. Not, not the ones that everyone quoted and wanting to know about, which is range and price. Yes. I mean, if you looked at X, X Twitter, whatever, during this event, all everyone was sharing was what's the range, what's the price, which everyone's so focused on that. 
price I get. Mm -hmm. Range, I kind of get, but I've also been road tripping a Model 3 with about 150 mile range right. around the country with zero problems. Yeah. So, I mean, tell me a little <laughs> bit more about that because I, I have heard that argued that, of course, range anxiety is the big deal, but really how much of a big deal is it on a road trip to you and compared to what like 300 miles i mean my car the gas powered car that i have <laughs> it, it goes like 420 miles on a full tank yeah nice um, but yeah this is i think range is becoming the new zero to 60 time forever mm. we've been chasing zero to 60 time which almost feels arbitrary because who is actually driving your car and going zero to 60 all the time early evs well, and still now, people are selling it on the zero to 60 time. They're like, look how fast it can get to 60. Yeah. And that's almost worn off a bit. We're not as impressed anymore. We're kind of bored. And so now the new number that seems to matter on paper is range, even though I have yet to really talk to people who actively use the entire range of their car. Yeah. Most people are doing 50 miles a day and they're charging at home. Mm -hmm. Now, if you can't charge at home, Range really is a bigger deal. Mm -hmm. And of course, not everyone can charge at home. And we're working to solve that. Well, not us, but well, maybe we could at some point. But um, <laughs> in general, we as an industry are working to solve uh, public charging. Um, so charging is a much bigger deal. Uh, so it looks like actually they don't have like better charging on the Cybertruck, at least not announced yet. It says 250 kilowatt on the website, which is not great. No. And so we'll, we'll, let's, let's say we'll tease a podcast to do yeah. a deeper dive on the Cybertruck, all the trim levels, how it compares to the competition. That's coming later. This is our raw recap. Of the delivery day of the delivery event day of the Cybertruck. Which I looked for Kyle on the camera, but didn't see him. But it was mostly yeah. focused on Elon, which is ironic because you couldn't even really see He was Elon. in the shadows. He was standing in the bed of the truck this <laughs> entire event, which was above the light line. Yeah. So it was just like his head was gone. So funny. I can't imagine being on that team. Yeah. So what? What's your your first raw? I mean, once the event started, like, what what would you think? Well, you know, Elon <laughs> took the stage. Uh, I like doubt that he really rehearsed anything, but maybe he didn't have to, right? Um, but st standing in the back of the truck, you could see it firsthand. Um, the spokesperson was as expected, I would say, and then diving into the the specs. But first, didn't it start off with the baseball throw? Uh, well, that wasn't right away, but he started off with this whole like, oh, the future should look like the future. Yeah. And then he talked about this is more truck than a truck and more sports car than a sports car, which is super like crappy marketing lingo. I mean, it's it, very vague. It, it's vague, but it it's effective. People are going to be saying this all over the place now. Mm -hmm. um, so he talked about, you know, truck performance and it, there are impressive specs like and that had to be for this to be this delayed, which again, part of that was due to COVID and just a lot of things. But part of that was just Tesla shooting themselves in the foot, like they did with Model X Goldwing doors. Like Elon over and over again has said, I regret doing that because it was a nightmare. And this is kind of the same way. This truck could have slash should have been a normal truck, more or less. Mm. And Tesla just went like crazy and were like, you know what? Blade Runner. Yeah, I, I mean, definitely. <laughs> and they they said that too. He says that later too, where it's like the late human civilization reference, which it does look uh, dystopian a bit, I'd say. Yeah, well, and even before the event was happening, they had this like whole cool, really cool, like almost like um, animated representation of the Cybertruck, like being built and then like exploding like that whole effect where you could see all the components inside mm -hmm. and it felt very Christopher Nolan in credits type thing. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so I guess, first of all, I, I kind of jokingly said, like, mm, is there a bingo board for this event? Like, mm-hmm. what's everyone got on their bingo board? And, and we had some things. One of my things was, I'd be funny if they recreated the throwing the, you know, the metal ball at the truck, mm-hmm. which they sort of did. Sort of did. Someone soft pitched it at the, at the soft window. Soft pitched a baseball, not a metal a baseball. ball. So that was bait mm-hmm. and switched a little bit, which is still impressive. It, uh, they say a baseball at 70 miles an hour, which is, I guess, also class four hail, whatever that means. Oh, okay. Um, so it's very hail proof which is good um mm-hmm. actually kyle's model 3 that i'm driving right now uh the whole roof is shattered possibly due to hail i'm not really sure what caused that sure <laughs> i mean that's part of it is glass and hail but also what about all the dimples that yeah. hail causes i feel like so this truck is yeah hail proof because the bullet the body <clears throat> the, the stainless steel is basically bulletproof they, they talked about the or they showed the the bullet or the the guns being shot at the cyber truck mm-hmm. talked about joe rogan's whole like shooting the air bow and arrow yeah. armor piercing arrow had to at the get truck. joe in there yeah um and so it yeah but those actually did leave dimples but normal mm-hmm. hail even intense hail shouldn't okay like, this thing should be pretty darn like i'm not, not going to say indestructible but you have to be less cautious as you would like let's say you're driving a rivian on a trail and you scrape a branch mm-hmm. and you freak out because your flawless Rivian is now scratched. Cybertruck, well, I think we're going to see a lot more brave driving, which is going to be also scary. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> a lot of more taking it out and seeing what it can do and not being, I mean, really pushing it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Maybe a scratched up Cybertruck would will be a badge of honor as well. Yeah. But also, my bingo card was the event starting late because it always does. Always. And it did. Make them wait. Uh, what, 20, 25 minutes late? Yeah, something like that. They were about like over, over. I think the highest I saw was like 112,000 live viewers. Yeah, a lot of people watching. X. They streamed it on X, uh, which makes sense because mm-hmm. Elon kind of owns that. Oh, uh, does he? <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Small fun fact. Um, <laughs> Small fun fact. Yeah, but, you know, bingo card aside, it was kind of interesting, I guess. Yeah, it was interesting. I didn't think that I would was going to be blown out of the water either way. But there are questions that I do have that we can like dive into later. But, you know, we got some answers, but it was really after the fact that we got all the spec answers, I'd say, because, you know, they with, withheld range, battery size. I mean, they didn't say it in price and battery chemistry, which yeah. I think are all really interesting things that weren't included in the EV space. But I think this is more about Tesla in their first truck. And he was, he, I even dare to say like, this is going to be the best thing on the road in general. Like, but they also had a lot of it speaking to the utility and stuff. Do we want to get into that? What do we want to get into first? I mean, yeah. I mean, he, he started with the utility. He yeah. started out with saying this is uh, more utility than a truck or something that mm-hmm. know, kind of makes sense. Sort of kind of makes sense. Sort logo. of <laughs> where, you know, and then they showed B roll of it, um, towing things of it being filled with dirt of it doing like really tight turns, doing trucky things, trucky things and really functional, also powering like welding gear and stuff like that. So really workmanship oriented and it would be cool. Probably. I mean, I can imagine if you have a construction crew or something, if you have a fleet of cyber trucks, that would be pretty, pretty sick. I mean, it looks awesome on the job site. A lot of imagery of the cyber truck on a job site. And it's funny because the infomercial type stuff they were showing, mm-hmm. you could have just flipped the cyber truck in for an F-150 Lightning and it would have looked like the same type of commercial that you would expect yeah. for a Ford F-150 Lightning. Even when I went to the F-150 Lightning kind of secret unveil like two and a half years ago, part of the exhibit was all this construction equipment plugged into it being powered off the truck. 
This truck does the same thing. It has mm-hmm. 120 and 240 volt outlets, apparently. Um, and it can, you know, power your work site and haul a ton of stuff over a ton of towing capacity or payload, 2,500 pounds, 11,000 pounds towing capacity. Kind of right on par with Rivian and F-150 Lightning, but like slightly outdoing them, mm-hmm. like maybe slightly. Yeah. And they, of course, showed off a truck pull, which is a very truck thing especially in texas and this was of course in austin texas yeah we saw a few cowboy hats in the crowd yeah including i'm sure kimball elon's brother he was wearing his hat like kind of front row so which blocked like four people's view of the (laughs) stage (laughs) the look is more important the look is important yeah and i I wonder how many people how many people do you think are going to buy this just because it looks like nothing else oh i think um like if i had to say percentage wise 70 percent yeah if not 100 percent, at least along the way because if even if I mean, we'll, we sh- it's a great idea to do a comparison of all the trucks out there, yeah. but like, it's how close is it? We'll look at that. I mean, if you want like the American looking Ford truck to outfit your electric fleet, sure. But why not splurge be, on this? It'd be fascinating to see the metrics of conversion numbers of like what existing F-150 customers are buying a Cybertruck versus mm-hmm. what people are buying a Cybertruck who would have never gone truck shopping in their life. Yeah. They're just Tesla fans or they're just interested in unique things that's that's me mm-hmm. i was never a truck person then i saw the rivian unveiled and i was like mm-hmm. actually that looks cool and that does adventure things which i'm into mm-hmm. um so now i'm like sort of a truck person and yeah. the Cybertruck does the same thing to me where i'm like that's ugly i want it <laughs> yeah i mean i think that, like we've said this is a really um it, it puts it's polarizing it's a polarizing truck not only because it's from tesla but because it looks very different and I, I was looking at it driving around like it was on, you know, red dirt and green mountains and really great cinematography, I'd say, of this truck in a lot of different environments. And, you know, in the beginning, I was like, it is really kind of ugly and, <laughs> you know, wild looking and dystopian. And I wonder if I'm just like averse to dystopian things because it, they're a little hopeless looking, but it did look really cool and it grew on me a little bit. And maybe the whole like, pug factor where it's so odd looking that you kind of like it yeah kind of was growing on me but also of course hearing more about the utility that's really what i was looking for like is it actually going to function it must they can't come out with a ev truck that doesn't live up to at least some of the expectations i know that it really didn't match what they put out in 2019 2019 yeah so So, yeah it's not forty thousand dollars starting and it doesn't have a 500 mile range Something that's interesting, which we'll do more of a deep dive in, is the the range itself. Um, the dual motor goes 340 miles. The um, actual quad motor does like 320 miles, or not quad motor, tri motor, the beast one. Um, but the dual motors, yeah, 340 miles, which is less than the 500 they claimed, and starts at like 60,000, or and that one's 80,000. The single motor, which will come out in 2025, is 60000 mm-hmm. So a huge $20,000 price, basically one and a half X price bump mm-hmm. over what they originally quoted. Right. Because you've got, yeah, rear, rear wheel drive, 60, and then it goes up to 80, and then 100 is beast. 100 is the beast mode kind of one. And then we is- also saw this rate, like there's, of course, different specs that go with those different, you know, trims, but then also the the range extender, we haven't seen what that would yeah, price out to so be. that's what that's what I was curious about because they they didn't talk about that at all. But I mean, here, they didn't talk about much of what we're saying. No, they right talked yeah, talk about nothing. It's just once the event finished, it went live on the website and everyone rushed the website. Mm-hmm. And so there is within Cyber Beast and All Wheel Drive a quote unquote range ex, range 
plus range extender, which gives you 470 miles. So they're kind of doing like the Ram Rev situation, our range extended EV. Mm -hmm. um, so that, which is brilliant. I think the Ram makes sense. Kyle's mentioned that too. Like it, it's, it's kind of brilliant for a lot of truck customers who mm -hmm. don't care about being entirely EV, but most of their time could be EV. And then when you really need the extra range, especially when you're towing, mm -hmm. a range extender really is brilliant. Mm -hmm. So I'm here for it. I think it's cool too, because I've talked to folks who need, need, you know, their mission of their work aligns with having an EV truck, but uh, the range wasn't there for what they were looking at and the charging was really hard. So a longer range, of course, will make a huge difference, but also I think the presence of Tesla charging infrastructure will, will also help too. Yeah. If you have to make trips for whatever work that you're doing with the truck that you need, sometimes it's, you know, a smaller mm, diameter that you're working in. But yeah, okay, so what were the other things that you saw along the way, Jordan, that mm, struck your fancy or actually made you go, huh? Well, they mentioned the four-wheel steering. That's new to Tesla, mm -hmm. um, but not new in the, I guess, EV space. I mean, we have Mercedes does four-wheel steering, the Hummer EV famously, which is probably the most comparable thing to this beast. Mm -hmm. um, and so they commented that the turning circle is better than a Model S. And I thought it was hilarious that they compared it to their own vehicle. Mm -hmm. A lot of people do. This is a better turning circle than our competitors. And Tesla's like, we beat our own turning circle. Yeah. Our truck, our giant freaking truck can turn tighter than our sedan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, huh, interesting comparison. Right. Because uh, of course they did compare to other. Yeah. They compared to other, other things as well. But mm -hmm. the steer by wire is pretty cool. I think that's, that's good. What mm -hmm. needs to happen. Torsional rigidity. They mentioned it's the same or more than a McLaren P1, mm -hmm. which that was interesting because that's a 10 year old hypercar more or less. But I mean, I think was famous for having rigidity. I just don't know why they chose that car specifically, but it makes sense. I mean, stainless steel requires a big frame. This thing's got to weigh a ton. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know if they said weight in anywhere. I don't know the... if it can weigh a ton, but didn't they say it could also carry a ton? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, literally, literally over a ton, two two thousand five hundred pounds. Um, so the weight of yeah, the weight of the Cyber Beast is sixty eight hundred forty three pounds which is less than the Rivian R1T, hmm. which is crazy. That is crazy. Um, and then the rear wheel drive one, there's like no specs on yet. So we'll, hmm. we'll see what things uncover. We'll also talk to Kyle, who's there at the event. They have a lot of displays. Yeah. I'm sure he's filming a video. I mean, literally as we're talking, he's probably filming <laughs> um, because he'll do his own video and I would spec reviews on the event itself. And they yeah. had more displays. He talked to like powertrain engineers, like he should have a lot more info, I'm sure. And then Colton being there too, will have info on the stainless steel, you know, <laughs> and how the heck you're going to keep, I don't know, take care of this because it's different, right? We know the DeLorean, but also Tesla said, Elon said that they developed their own stainless steel for this because you couldn't, um, yeah, it's, it's their own alloy. Yes. And the, because of the, the manufacturing techniques needed, that's why they do it, which is why Apple pretty much develops all their own allies. It, mm -hmm. all, it makes sense, but it's a lot of work, which is oh why gosh, I'm sure yeah. they're going to be losing Large money scale. on all these trucks for mm -hmm. a while. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm kind of impressed with the price point just because of how much truck it is, how much technology is crammed in this thing. And I mean, maybe they, they thought they were like saving money on this whole oh, we won't do any curves which require stamping and just like do yes. stainless steel. And then ironically, that's become a total yes. thing. 
I mean, I think folks would be really disappointed if the price point was like starting at a hundred. Yeah. Don't you? Yeah. Oh, I think so. The the fact that they kept every price point under a hundred is a big deal. Yeah. Um, because it, it's impressive specs. I mean, back to the whole more sports car than a sports car. Okay. He pulled out a 911. He's like, we bought a 911. Mm -hmm. Technically, I mean, that was like clearly a base model 911. Mm -hmm. And all they did was a drag race, which Porsche's never been the one to be like, look at our drag race times. No. Porsche's like the Nürburgring, like in the corners type of thing. But that was interesting. They did kind of a Haggerty situation where they towed a Porsche 911 behind the Cybertruck and it still beat a Porsche 911. Right. <laughs> Zoom out. It has a Porsche 911. Classic. Um, which is still cool. I mean, hey, it, it goes fast. It's an EV. Okay. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, who's surprised? Not so. really surprised. I think it was just more of a clever way of revealing that. Yeah. Uh, but that's also really impressive because it is a big truck, but it's still got the speed. It seems like they're like, we're just, some things were not compromised. We didn't have yeah. to compromise on a ton. Zero to 60 in 2.6 seconds, quarter mile in under 11 seconds. Those are great specs. And the, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of power. I think like 800 something horsepower. So I think part of the reason it weighs less than the Rivian is that there's just less battery, which is why there's less range. Mm -hmm. The Rivian has mostly in pretty much every configuration, a bigger battery. And so that would make sense. Batteries are heavy. The Hummer EV battery alone weighs 3,500 pounds or something like that. Well, More than my car. Yeah. Jeez <laughs> Louise. So what do we know about the battery from this event? Not much. Nothing. But hopefully we get those answers from Kyle. And when we do our deep dive into the Cybertruck and its competitors later, we'll see if we have more info. People were dissecting the intro screens, being like, oh, I think I spot 3680 cells. So that's maybe a good assumption. Um, I guess another thing they mentioned on the site. It's Nax. Well, yes. Tesla has Nax, guys. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> we saw Nax ports on it. Yeah. Um, a big deal is like the lockable storage, um, you know, mm -hmm. the tonneau cover and everything. Of course, the front trunk, which from early spots, people said it looks smaller than the competition. Well, I guess we'll see. But mm -hmm. I, that's that's valid. The, the F-150 Lightning is super impressive. Mm -hmm. Best trunk in the business. And then the low voltage system on the Cybertruck is 48 volts, which uses 70% wire than than others. 70% so less wire. Less wire mm -hmm. than like, a, I guess, most vehicles, mm -hmm. 12 volt systems. So that's cool. Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the future. Mm -hmm. um, so Yeah, so the big kind of uh, slogan for this is the future should look like the future. So the future should be like the future. So Jordan, what do you think from this like you just said, will be the future of EVs, EV trucks, whatever that will, it's like, oh my God, yeah, if they can do this here, we should definitely carry it through to other brands, yeah. models. I mean, they're pushing the boundaries, um, which they always kind of have. Like Tesla gets a lot of crap, but they do a lot of innovative things. So I'm glad that this truck is cramming in unique technology, not even fully unique, not groundbreaking, but like they're putting in 48 volt they're doing a higher voltage on the truck itself for, for what should lead to better charging in the future anyways. Um, a really impressive torque vectoring system, locking differential, like it does the truck things. It I don't want to say it does the sports car things because to me a sports car is like, how's it handle? Like yeah. anything can do zero to 60. Yeah. But it's cool that this can still be fun to drive. It has leveling air suspension, which can make it a bit more fun and dynamic. Mm -hmm. Drag coefficient's not quite as good as a Rivian R1T, but it's better than the F-150 Lightning. So they're paying attention to efficiency. Although I can't imagine this being that efficient. But Yeah. <laughs> uh, me neither. And no. Yeah. Really no. 
but it is a component of the future and arguably shouldn't have been quite this far in the future because we expected it a couple years ago. But Mm. once again, COVID Mm -hmm. things happened, things were in the way. And if we look at what else is on the market, I would, I didn't expect it to be like, Oh my God, they found Brown ground groundbreaking technology that gets them incredible range and like battery density and everything like that. We know it's possible right now. So it's kind of not super yeah. crazy on that point. Yeah. We're not surprising. We're not there yet, but mm-hmm. I think this does slot itself pretty well into the market. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to diving more into that. Yeah. Especially once we have more specs and do a bit more research and cross comparisons, mm-hmm. because I think this isn't just a knockoff of another existing truck. This is a whole new yeah. thing and it looks completely different. And I really like that Cybertruck and this and the Rivian, um, and well, the, uh, sorry, this is Cybertruck. <laughs> Cybertruck, this, Rivian, this is the Cybertruck that F-150, we're talking about. F-150, yep, and <laughs> Hummer. They're all completely different vehicles. They really are. And even the Ram with the range extender. Mm-hmm. Now this one has a range extender. Like they're all wildly different. I mm-hmm. think we're getting more and more trucks. I can't wait to see some smaller trucks, like mm-hmm. think Ford Maverick type oh, yeah. situation. I mean, I we, those will be while we perfect. were watching this, a really gorgeous Hyundai yeah. Santa Cruz drove by, and I was like, that. that electrified like mm-hmm. grabs my attention. I mean, I feel like those should have been some of the first trucks yeah. electrified, not giant towing trucks that people already are apprehensive of. Yeah. Taking those on in terms of functionality. I know Tom Malogny would disagree. He loves his Ford F-150 and he says it's super functional for his utility and stuff. But, you know, the little more zippy ones that, you know, you can put some stuff in, but aren't totally for the construction world or whatever it is, the towing world, the big truck world. That's my personal opinion that I just wanted to interject in there. (laughs) We appreciate it. That's why we're here. Opinions. (laughs) But... I can't wait. Bottom line, my final thoughts before yes. you give yours is I can't wait to see these on the road. Mm-hmm. I think they command a hilariously awesome presence. Um, I'm sure, you know, I live in Boulder uh, near Kimball Musk, who is probably one of the first owners as well. Mm-hmm. Although he didn't like receive delivery on stage. Like he's going to be driving a Cybertruck around Boulder very yeah. soon. And I'm super excited to see that and to see these everywhere. I can't wait to do some photo shoots with some. So if you somehow got your Cybertruck or like have one soon, let us know. We have a lot of things we want to do to it or with it. Not do to it. Just (laughs) we'll keep it safe. Although we we do. I do want to throw a metal ball at the Cybertruck and see if it can handle it. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I I feel like they should have recreated that one to one. But, you know, whatever. In general, I thought the event was in terms of even just the experience of the event. I'm not there, but tuning in. Of course, we had to wait for it to start. But like. Overall, I felt like it wasn't too overdone or too, uh, 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 like what's going on. You know, they had the presentation and they delivered the trucks. So that's really what happened. Um, yeah, of course, we'd like the team to be able to get a hold of it to really see how it drives. I want to know more about the specs, which we'll have a follow up podcast about that, all the details and, you know, kind of considering if you're really considering buying a truck, a cyber truck or an EV truck what to consider here, what are the pros and cons compared to what's already on the market. Yeah, so I think it was a cool event. Not, I think it's exciting. I don't, I'm, I gotta say, I thought I wouldn't like it as much as I do. I'm more like, okay, cool. Are you becoming a Cybertruck fan? No, uh, <laughs> I mean, a fan, I don't know. It, but it's cool, it is cool. I thought it was, you know, it, it wasn't super disappointing or super, super exciting either way. I think it was just like, yeah, all right. I'm not... I'm not super disappointed, basically, is what I was looking for. So, <laughs> won me over. Room for level. improvement, but it's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, what do y'all think? Did you tune in for it? Um, 
let us know in the discussion. We'll put our show notes in of the Cybertruck and all the specs that we can find. And I'm sure you can watch the live event restreamed if you want to, or if you were there, that would be cool. Of course, we'll get Kyle's firsthand experience and look out for that. But yeah. Yeah, it's wild. What a wild time we live in. Yeah, pretty pretty fun. <laughs> I think one part of this is just like Tesla's having fun yeah. with cars. and I'm so here for it. Yeah, why not? A lot of people have said it's like a piece of architectural art or whatever, uh, and that's interesting. So we'll, we'll see. I, I appreciate it. Someone said during the event, someone texted me and said, wow, Elon's such a terrible public speaker. And I was like, weirdly, I am so attracted to Tesla events because I like that Elon just like, does it like mm. I, I it's so cringy to watch like we were at the LA Auto mm -hmm. Show together and yeah. seeing some of these press conferences which are so scripted mm -hmm. and pre-planned mm -hmm. and like I'm like this could have been an email why am I here whereas like that's a good point yeah <laughs> I, like, I like the rawness and I get it it's kind of awkward to watch sometimes but I'm that that's my preference I mean on my bingo card was a cringy joke and we got one of those yeah. I mean you know just an awkward <laughs> joke and it, there is something I think you have a point where it's authenticity behind it and not yeah super scripted gotta say xyz media focused presentation which i think a lot of people appreciate yeah and so do we and if you know they they didn't give us all the details but what they did yeah it wasn't it wasn't super polished yeah that's a good way to put it hmm. but the truck's not polished either i was about to say <laughs> <laughs> but they looked okay yeah it's okay right? yeah We'll see. Those well, hubcaps, I don't know. Though. Yeah, we, we need we need videos by Colton on how to spec detailing. Yeah, Colton. ASAP. We hope you're getting up close and personal in there. I'm sure you're listening in. And by the way, um, I just wanted to say I got to meet a lot of listeners recently at a cool, really cool Charin event where they do all the EV testing. And so just shout out to everyone who's listening consistently. Really fun uh, to know that like what we're making is interesting to y'all and that you're enjoying it. So Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning into the Autospec podcast on some Cybertruck news. We'll be following up with more and more and more details as we get them about this and, of course, all other EV topics. So thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time on the Autospec podcast. Cheers. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.